Exercise uh, breaking dawn. Uh, what do you make of this simulation? You know, I would be worried if Eskom were not well prepared and did not have uh, properly practiced plans in place uh, for the rather remote possibility of, um, of a national blackout. The consequences of a national blackout are very high. The probability of a national blackout is very low. But the combination of uh, low probability and high consequences means that it is a risk, and that risk has to be prepared for. And like all uh, major events, like a major soccer match or a public event where you have thousands of people involved, it is really prudent and incumbent on the organizers to have proper emergency plans in place. So it doesn't worry me. It's what I would expect from a properly managed utility, Mm. and I don't think it means that uh, a national blackout is imminent uh, or about to happen. I still think it's a rare possibility, uh, and they are uh, taking necessary steps in the form of load shedding uh, in order to balance supply and demand. Uh, But if those steps fail, there's a second line of defense known as under-frequency load shedding, uh, which is a more automated process. And if those uh, uh, measures fail, uh, then we need to start worrying about a national blackout. But I do believe that ESCOM is well prepared and, in fact, has been practicing uh, for these eventualities, even in the form of this load shedding that we're seeing at the moment. Uh, we are getting quite, ESCOM are getting quite well practiced in load shedding, and this is a measure to balance supply and demand and prevent mm. unplanned uh, national outages. But do you get a sense that uh, the worst is over now or we're still in for it? No, I don't think the worst is over. I think uh, load shedding is here with us to stay uh, perhaps for two years, uh, even a bit longer, uh, until uh, we bring on short-term measures of increased power generation as well as the longer-term measures of completing Madupi and Kusili and Ingula power station. Uh, and until we can bring on these additional supply-side uh, options with increased generation capacity, Eskom is not going to have enough space uh, to do the necessary maintenance, to deal with the maintenance backlog without uh, having uh, uh, load shedding. So I think uh, rotational load shedding is here with us to stay for a while longer. And uh, I know yours really is to focus on, on, on energy, but uh, the, I'm sure you, you, you are watching developments there, the political mm. uh, issues and developments there. What do you make of that, and where, where does that put uh, ESCOM when uh, it's in a bit of a crisis right now in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, you know, yeah. uh, energy supply, but then you hit by these mm. uh, office issues? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I'm really I'm an engineer by background, uh, perhaps more on the technical side of things. Uh, and I'm really not that qualified to talk about politics and governance, uh, but needless to say, Eskom is at a kind of a crossroads at the moment. And uh, they had a board meeting uh, late last week at which uh, you know, the question of the suspension of the current chairman um, was discussed, uh, and I think uh, the decision was taken to uh, allow the chairman an opportunity to respond today so a further board meeting has been called today, and Eskom is at a kind of a governance crossroads. And, and it remains to be seen later today, you know, who the casualties of this shootout are going to be, because uh, is it going to be the chairman, Zola Tsotsi? Is it going to be the minister, uh, Lynn Brown? Is it going to be the board itself? Um, who are the casualties going to be? Uh, we know that some of the casualties already have been the CEO and three very senior executives which have left Eskom without uh, its top management team, including its financial director and CEO. So it's a really serious uh, situation facing Eskom, and uh, the suspension or the removal of a chairman 
at this critical juncture uh, with a board that is really uh, quite inexperienced. It's new uh, in this position, hasn't got serious energy heavyweights on the board. Uh, it would leave a major state-owned enterprise responsible for energy for the entire country of South Africa and for, for, for uh, making sure that the economy is operational. Uh, it would leave this organization without its uh, leadership uh, presenting very serious risks for South Africa. So the, 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 the risks really and the problems are not just about uh, energy and load shading, but uh, they also talk to the management of... Yeah, of it talks to governance. Uh, at the highest level within this uh, major state-owned enterprise. We've seen governance issues at other state-owned enterprises, and it has not been a pleasant sight indeed. Uh, And I certainly hope uh, that uh, Eskom is not going to degenerate into these uh, long and protracted and uh, debilitating uh, disputes between shareholder, board, uh, chairman and CEO and executives, uh, these can be debilitating and damaging uh, over a very extended period, and I hope that doesn't happen.